Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And this your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how was your week? It was pretty good. I can't complain. Um, I was able to relax a little bit, um, get some much-needed rest, um, and just, I don't know, just spend it with the kids. I didn't really do too much. I didn't have that many clients this weekend, which was a blessing. Um, I Hey, it was just laid back. It was really good, um, just, especially just coming back from a trip to Vegas. So it, I had to get readjusted to the time zone because, man, I was dead tired. Um, but other than that, pretty good. God gave me another day, well, another couple of days, <laughs> So I'm thankful that he still has me in his favor. Me and my kids are still covered, so I'm thankful. What about you? It was good. It was laid back. Um, hoping that there's a new chapter coming soon by the middle of this year. I just hope that, you know, me coughing up a storm didn't mess that opportunity up. So y'all just keep your fingers crossed for complex. <laughs> so with That's that being said, okay. you got the flow. All right, ladies and gents, kings and queens, we are approaching the beginning of our episode. The first, well, I will um, introduce the AO Queen and King quote for the week, and also that will be followed by my lay tips for hair. All right, first up is my AO King and Queen quotes, which are both sponsored by Pinterest. Um, These Uh quotes really stood out to me because I am on a journey, as you all know, to finding myself. So the first one is be like a flower, survive the rain, but use it to grow. Um, That that to me just means like, um, you know, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. You know, you are going to face troubles. God himself didn't say this life was going to be easy for none of us. We all have to go through a storm. You know, we're either preparing to go in one or we're currently in one. It's always going to be a storm, but instead of wallowing in it and staying in that place, you have to use it as a lesson to grow. You have to use it to change you, to shape you into the person that he wants you to be, and it'll help you grow into your purpose. Um, My second one is if the plan doesn't work, change or no if the plan doesn't work change the plan but never to go do not change your goals people um just because it don't feel like you obtained it because you tried a certain way maybe god don't want you to get it that way you know like my whole thing right now i'm in the process of wanting to i want to open up my own salon okay um my my way of doing it didn't work out i feel like god is at first i was discouraged but god is telling me look, I need you to get a little more knowledge about this before I let you be a shop owner. Like, I'm not going to change my goal. That is going to be my goal. I've prayed about it. i talked to God about it. That's going to be my goal. But how I get there, I have to let him lead me. I can't do it by myself. And I feel like that's why it's not successful because I'm trying to do it on my own, whether, I mean, you know, and not consult him first. So y'all never change your goal. Only just Change the plan. It's okay. Let him in and let him guide y'all. So that is my A.O. King and Queen quote for the week. Now, my hair tip, y'all. Okay, so I got two. They're really short. It's not too much. Um, I don't have any questions to answer this week. So my first one is ladies with natural hair. Um, I, I know a lot of mine usually deal with natural hair, but I'm also doing one for straight hair, but for my natural hair sisters. I know I told y'all to keep y'all hair moisturized. So, you know, spray a little water and conditioner mix on it. Put a shower cap on it. Now, in case you don't like hearing that crunching sound of the shower cap, another way to make sure that your curls are popping the next morning and that your hair is uh, moisture, you know, more, it's not dried up, is to prep your hair at night with some chunky twists or, you know, little bitty twists, however much time you got. But use the mixture that I told you about the first thing uh, with the conditioner and the water and some oil, a light oil. Make sure you spray, do it in sections, twist it up, put your bonnet on, and you're good to go, okay? Or silk scarf, and you're good to go. The next morning, pop them out, spray a little bit of the conditioner mix on it, and you're, you know, you're working it another day. Um, That's how I preserve my washing goals. I twist it up at night. Now, I haven't did it in a while, but that is how I was doing it. Um, Okay, for my straight hair sisters, I know some of us, you know, we love to get the wraps. That's cool. But what I want to let you guys know, protect your hair. 
protect your hair. And what I mean is make be sure to use heat protectants. They are very beneficial to your hair. Now, I've seen a cool way to test to see whether or not your um, hair protector, your heat protectant actually works. What you can do is you can um, spray it on, I know that's probably wasting food, but you spray one half of the heat protectant on a piece of toast, a half of a piece of toast. Just spray it. You put it in the toaster, okay? You'll see if your heat protectant is strong enough to withstand your flat arms if that part of the toast is not toasted, okay? Mm-hmm. I've seen this. I did this with my own heat protectant. It's by, oh, I cannot pronounce the name, Taishi. The heat protectant with argan oil, I sprayed half the piece of bread with that, popped it in the toaster, just one half of the bread was toasted. So heat protectants are very, very effective, and I feel like in order to preserve our natural hair, I think you should do it. Anyway, even if you have a relaxer in your hair, that's fine. You still want to protect that, too, with a heat protectant because you don't want to fry off your hair. You already got chemicals. You don't want to add the heat to really damage it. So heat protectant is good for both natural and straight hair. It's, it's, It's beneficial to both. So those are my slay tips for the week. Now we're going to jump right into the sipping tea for the soul topic. What you got, Complex? Okay. Also, thank you, Queen K, for those beautiful quotes and that awesome okay. play tip. Because um, I definitely don't like the little shower cap method. My hair, we feeling like it's suffocating. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, one more thing. Use the heat protecting. I'm sorry. My bad, Complex. I was just about to tell them to use the heat protectant even when you blow dry your hair. Before you blow dry it, you need to use it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So the fifth and for the sole topic tonight is thick whip. And Urban Dictionary drags me and Queen K, but I'm going to read the definition from there. Uh, it says, thick whip <laughs> is a mental state of obsession originating from powerful, deeply satisfying sexual interactions that cause the woman with a weak mind to believe that she is in love. An emotional state where a woman is crazy about and strongly attached to a male based on the sex he whips on her to the point that even a dude with nothing to offer who mistreats and emotionally, mentally, physically abuses her and who has no good sense will still be loved by this woman because of the sex. No matter how raggedy Mm. ass he is, she still wants to be with him anyway. I mean, the raggedy ass Mm, is what got mm, me. mm. So, um, <laughs> they have to come in our door like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so my first question is, do you feel women feel entitled after sleeping with a man? Well, I'm sorry, my aspect is dangerous side. Do you feel women feel entitled after sleeping with a the man they are attracted to? Or do you feel a man gives blurred signals when sleeping with a woman? Oh, a little bit of both. Okay, so I was going over these questions. I'm like, how can I answer this? So I feel like, one, when a woman is pursuing a man, which we shouldn't do, ladies, but we do, you know, when she's pursuing a man and he's highly attractive, you know, we do feel entitled after we sleep with somebody because, you know, we're emotional beings. So we get attached to them even with sex, even though we'll say, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get hooked. No, we, we feel with our emotions. Like that's how our, that's our mm-hmm. makeup, you know, as women, um, we can't just turn our emotions off with sex. Like they can, like they can, you know, they can screw this person, this person, this person, this person, and not get attached, not feel anything for it. Meanwhile, we'll say we're not getting attached, but we are those soul ties. It happens with us. And, you know, by us being emotional beings, we get attached. So if this man is fine, of course, we're gonna get uh, enti- we're gonna have entitlement issues and think that this is ours since we let him in our body. He is mine. Like that's it. Ain't nobody else about to be there. Even if he never says that we're exclusive, we still feel entitled. Like this man is ours because we gave him our body. Now, men. The uh, the second part to that question was: Do men give me Yes, they do. Yeah. They definitely do. They will, girl, they will put something on you so serious, make you think that they love you. And meanwhile, mm. that's just that's just their game. That's it. And it will have you so confused. Like uh, this one um, thing I had watched, it was uh, Super, the uh, owner and creator of the Crayon Case. She used to do mm-hmm. story time with Super, and she had posted this video about how she was about to, uh, you know, call up, make her a little booty call or whatever, 
and she called the guy. She said he put it down. Like y'all gotta watch that video. First off, it was hilarious. But she said he put it down, and then she realized that after he did that, he was getting married like within the next week. So they will mm. mess with your feelings and give you mixed signals. Like they will lay it down in the bedroom just to have you sprung or hooked. Just mm. and then just like him up and getting married in the next week. Like who does that? But mm. yeah, that's my take yeah. on it. Um, I agree with your answer. I feel like it's a little bit of both as well. Um, a person who was introduced to sex at an early age due to molestation and not having um, adult figure to go to and, and process what happened, you know, I thought about mm-hmm. sex a lot. So it's like not really processing that, not really having the healthy example of what love was. You know, when mm-hmm. guys were... When whenever I had sex, I equated sex with love. You know, I fell in love with the image of a guy. Like you know how we, like you said, we mm-hmm. pursue, we 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 think about the marriage and everything before getting to know this person. And yeah. I didn't see, I didn't see the guy in front of me. I just saw that image. And you know, there are men out there who do give blurred signals, but I was also the type of person. You know, I there was guys that I had sex with that would tell me that they weren't ready for a relationship, but not wanting to be single and because I was looking at the image of what I thought that person was mm-hmm. and not really seeing him for who he was, I got into that, that, that state that, oh, I can change your mind. You know what I'm saying? Let me people please mm-hmm. to get you to see that I am for you and everything. But you do have men out there who will take advantage of that. You know, they will put Mm -hmm. you in all these crazy positions. I've actually talked to guys that, you know, I'm telling them, like, you know, if if you want to just have, if you want to have sex with no strings attached, I feel like, you know, like there shouldn't be no cuddling, there shouldn't be no kissing, there shouldn't be no expectations of, oh, she should fix me something to eat afterwards. And they were like, oh, that just Mm -hmm. takes the fun out of it. You know, they was like, when I go in, (laughs) I want to put all of it down. But I'm like, okay, but that you know, you're putting her in all these crazy positions, and that's what causes her to become dick with. And it's like mm-hmm. you rather play with her feelings, and you'll you know string her along to continue to get what you want. But at the same time, it's like, well, you knew I was like this from the get go. No, I didn't, because you've been confusing me. Because when I felt like you were too distant, I fell back, and then that's when you all up on my ass again, trying to get me to kiss your ass again. Like, it's been a confused game. I don't understand it. Make it make sense. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I I just feel like it could be either way. Like, I've been on both sides where the guy told me straight up, but because the dick was so good, no, I don't want the next chick to get that. (laughs) And I've been on the other side where the guy, (laughs) you know, manipulates the shit out of me. But, okay, do you feel all women have been dick whipped at one point? Or some women know how to play their role? Like, you know, like, they, they know what they, – they don't really have expectations of men. Have you ever came across women like that? Mm, I've never came across women like that, but I will say it could, it could go both ways because I feel like a woman can, like, transform into that stage. Like, when you've been dick with, you know what not to do. Like, you, you, you know, you don't want to feel how you felt in that relationship or that situationship. So mm-hmm. you'll go over to the woman that just know how to play her role to get what she want out of a man. Like it is, men will make a woman morph into that type of woman, like easy mm-hmm. because of being played around. But I do feel like at one point in time, every woman, every woman has went through a situation uh, like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. It's not going to be escapable, ladies. You will get dick whipped. Like it, it's it's going to happen. It's how you handle the situation. And like I said, we will emerge to that woman. Who just know how to play her role. Oh, yeah, I make you think I'm hooked, just but you still, you know, I'm getting XYZ out of you and you think I'm hooked on you. No, baby, I'm hooked on what you can do for me. Like, it's women out there. Men, mm-hmm. the Italian city girls, they all tell us this stuff. Like, this is the <laughs> manual that women are going by now. So, men better watch out. Like, we'll play the role yeah. all day long. But I do feel like almost all women have experienced that before. Mm. 
I, I like that perspective. Because I was going to say, um, I have come across women who know how to play their role. They know how a man thinks. They know every trick in the book to get a man to eat out the palm of their hand. Like, they are what you call mm-hmm. a man eater. They have no feelings. They can fuck you and move on to the next. Like, I've seen, you know, a lot of them, you know, here in Philly, and I kind of looked up to them, like, not trying to say that I want to be a savage, but... They they mm-hmm. don't take bullshit from a man, and I you know I I talked to them before, and you're right. A lot of it comes from being hurt by a man before. I feel like we've mm-hmm. all been at that state where I think you know both men and women. I feel like we've all had that one relationship that just made us say, you know what, I'm just gonna you know what I'm saying, just say fuck fuck bitches, fuck niggas, and continue to do me. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying, but. You know, I, I feel like it took me a little bit longer than I would have liked to get to that point yeah. of, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, not being dick whipped. You know what I'm saying, not being confused and everything. Um, but, okay, this goes into my next question. Have you ever been sprung over the sex, and what was the feelings like for you? Girl, yes, okay. Let me see. I put up and did a lot of shit that I wasn't supposed to do because of sex. But I think <laughs> it was because of me being like inexperienced. But I put, yeah, yeah, baby. I, the feeling, you, it's like a high, it's like a drug. You want more of it. Like your body starts to crave it, especially when it's really good. Baby, your body mm-hmm. will crave it. Like you'll be a fiend. You, you'll legit yeah. be a fiend. <laughs> like you have to have it and you'll do anything that you you know that's in your power just to get that feeling back and it yeah. don't matter if they toxic if they dangerous it don't matter you don't care about nothing else but being pleased mm-hmm. and men do that to you because they getting something out of you they love when a woman is you know falling all over them they, that that gives them power like you know that's what they crave but us it's that feel it it's that high like I've been at a, a all-time high when it comes to sex like to the point where I I scared my damn self okay oh, um, but yeah <laughs> it's definitely an addiction like it's definitely oh, okay oh well, y'all, it, you know y'all all y'all have to do is just read the book to understand how dick whipped I was and sprung over the sex <laughs> I've definitely been sprung over the sex uh multiple times I'm just going to be honest like where I've stayed up late you know what I'm saying waiting for the guy to come through you know and then they text and say oh I can't make it and you got to act like you're not mad but you're really mad because you just got dressed up all sexy and everything trust me I've been there before um I've been that person where I couldn't I couldn't stay away like you said no matter how toxic that person was, people was telling me to stay away. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go back over there. Meanwhile, I'm pulling up in his backyard saying I'm outside. Like, it it was scary for me because I'm the type of person, once I say have a nice life, I mean that shit. But mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't shake, I couldn't shake this one person. And it's like, just like, you know, having sex in public places and everything, and just, like, always just being mm-hmm. ready. Like, like whenever he said jump, whenever he said jump, I was, like, how high? And that was fucking scary yeah. to me because I didn't think that I would ever, I would ever be able to break that soul tie. Like, that was, I didn't recognize myself. And that's what was scary mm-hmm. because it's, like, it was such a strong drug because every time I found myself you know, coming across those memes that, oh, he's not the one for you, leave. Okay, you know what, I'm going to leave. And then as soon as we have sex again, okay, we can work it out. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. and then trying to pull myself away from the sex was even a harder task, but I had to. Um, okay, so that ties me yeah. to my last question. Do you feel we really are dick-whipped, or is there a deeper issue there? Um, I feel like it's definitely a deeper issue when you come from a traumatic childhood or, you know, experience any trauma, whether it's in your childhood, mm-hmm. your teenage years, your early adulthood. Um, mm-hmm. You suppress those feelings, but it comes out in later situations. Like, with being dick with, I don't think it's us being dick with. I think it's us fighting abandonment issues, being lonely, mm-hmm. um, not having a father for some of us, um, you know, not feeling love. We want to feel wanted. We want to feel worthy. We want to feel pretty. We want to feel needed. 
I feel like all of that really ties into it. I don't feel like a man has that much power over us. I think it's the fact that we are not um, at a point where we fully love ourselves at the moment, and we don't know the um, the power that we hold within ourselves, and that's why we crave that attention. That's why we put up with the shit that we put up with. It's not about the Mm. dignity because I'm telling you (laughs) there's somebody else that can please you better then he can, okay? Um, you know, um, but I do feel like it's underlying issues. I feel like we just, that's the easiest thing. You know, that's the easiest thing to point the finger at. Oh, yeah, the dick is good. That's why I act like this. No, no, you got to really be <laughs> soul searching, baby, in order to, you know, figure yeah. out. Because I'm telling you, once a woman fully learns herself, that's when we, you know, we don't fall back into that category. And, like, that's what ties into my answer with the second question you had. When we learn ourselves, mm-hmm from being hurt and we rebuild ourselves and we fully know who we are. No, you, you, you can't dick with me, baby. No, it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. I'll make you think. I'll make you think all day. I will play the role, baby, but it ain't going to happen. So, yeah. Yes. Um, I definitely agree with you. I think that there is a deeper issue there. I think it comes with the whole attachment issues, um, having, uh, you know, not having a father in the household, having a toxic father in the household, mm-hmm. um, also, just the idea of dancing with danger, you know, but like Kay yeah. said, once you really start to just really reflect back and start asking yourself, where the hell did I go wrong, what answers will definitely come up because I, I had to, like, really understand my relationship with sex when I wrote my poem, Dear Sex, um, and I'm actually going to... I'm I'm actually going to link that to the end of this uh, episode, so y'all gotta have to go follow us on Queens of Vibes and Visions, so you know y'all can hear about that. But just writing that poem, and you know the part where I said, you know, looking for you, but looking for you through love, but you never had that fourth letter. It's like I really held on to what a man would say because it's like not having. My, coming second to my mom, it always made me question what was wrong with me. Not knowing who my father was, what's wrong with me? You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you, you get into this people-pleasing stage where it's like, okay, I'm going to do whatever I can to stand out in your eyes so that you won't forget about me. And you draw yourself to the person that needs you more than the person that is, you know, self-sufficient and, and you know, he doesn't need anybody you tend to go towards a person that's broken and that, that does need somebody, but this is a person that he, he needs people, but he doesn't know how to, to appreciate what you're giving, and that breaks you down. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he appreciates it, but at the same time, he's manipulating it. So it's like, okay, well, let me break her self-esteem down. Let me put fear into yeah. her so she will never go and give this to someone else. So it's like falling into that pattern of people-pleasing you know what I'm saying, can be very dangerous because it's like you're trying to get validation from somebody because no one ever mm-hmm. gave it to you and no one gave mm-hmm. you the resources on how to give it to yourself. So, yeah, I definitely yes. agree with you. Okay. All right. That was that was good. I like the dark side of it. Okay. So, <laughs> my aspect is the funny side. We're going to get a little lighter approach, you know. Uh, my first question is, what's the craziest thing you have ever done being dick with? The craziest? Oh, gosh. Done or allowed, I should say. Man, okay. I'm going to give you <laughs> two examples. First time, uh, it was with my ex. I heard a female in the background and you know me, I don't like driving at night because I'm scared that, mm-hmm. you know, deer's going to pop out, coyotes and stuff. This is when I lived back in Michigan, but nothing stopped me from, you know, fucking just driving all the way down there to pop up. And this was at the stage <laughs> where me and him, we were, we were talking, we weren't even in a relationship yet, but I, I had that entitlement issue, like, you know, no, I've been over your house and everything. You've met my family. Like, I was already thinking that we were in a relationship. So I popped up, got stuck in the snow. And all that bitch, fuck you, I'm about to come fuck you up. I had to put that to the side. Like, can you come push me out? But the dick was what made me go crazy. Like, oh, there's a bitch over there. I don't I don't want anybody else to have you. You get what I'm saying? And that was the karma. Yes, you girl. popped up and you got stuck in the snow. Uh Another time, shit, 
being dick whipped with the talk to- being dick whipped with the toxic guy, like letting his baby mama move in with us. Like that was some crazy shit. Like that's not something that if I was in my right mind I would allow. But he was showing me things that I had never seen before. So I was just like, hey, fuck it. You know, we're going to be a happy family. We was going to grocery stores together. We would go to Dave and Buster's with the kids, him and his niggas over there on the sideline talking. I was like, damn, I'm like, you you might as well. You know what I'm saying? We might as well all wear matching shirts up in here because you the man of the hour. But it's like, hey, I was still allowing <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? So what about yeah. you? Girl, I get you. I'd have been in the situation where we about to have matching shirts. But anyway, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, the craziest thing, y'all. Okay, so look, as a kid growing up, my mom used to watch all types of comedy shows. And one of them was Queens oh. of Comedy. And y'all know the, co- the comedian some more, right? She was talking mm-hmm. about being dick whip, right? And I, we used to laugh at stuff like this. But y'all, I lived that life, okay? <laughs> I lived it. Queen, Queen K lived that. Okay, I let this nigga drive my car with no license, baby. I ain't had no insurance. He crashed it, and oh. I took the blame for it. I got it fit like no. I did some dumb shit, y'all. That ain't how I am now, though. So don't think y'all about to hop in the DMs like, hey, what's good? No, <laughs> nope, that ain't, me. that ain't me no more. You ain't gonna get that one. You ain't gonna get that sucker no more. He he ruined that. Oh, but yes, I have done that. I took a man back after cheating on me, like me catching him. Like, you took my car to go see mm. another female. Then you came back, and I figured out that you cheated on me. Not only did you cheat on me, like, you tried to lie. And I called the girl, I called the girl, and she like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I, but I was about to jump on okay. her. I mean, okay. I jumped on him, too. I'm not abusive, y'all. Don't think I'm abusive. But when I get mad, something comes out. But I jumped on him, too, and I was about to pull up at her house. I took it all. Like, I I was – but then I still let the nigga lay in the bed with me the same night. Like, if that ain't dick with mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, baby, okay? <laughs> I put up with oh, shit. Like, I've done some crazy stuff. Like, the at night, he said he's supposed to be here. Okay, cool, but you don't have no car, so how you getting around? I have right. literally rolled around just trying to make sure, like, ducking down, making sure he's where he's supposed to be at. I <laughs> secretly put, locate, like, the location thing on his phone just to make sure I'm tracking his every move. Oh, like, shit. I, I've done crazy stuff. <laughs> like, y'all, I'm a whole piece of work, all right? Whole piece of work. <laughs> I just don't like being played. So, yeah, that, I have done some crazy stuff. Those are the top, that, that, those are the top tiers to me right there. Like, I, I don't think I'm about that life no more. You ain't going to get that. I'm too old for that shit now. Okay, so yeah. my, my second question is, has being dick with ever made you postpone or put off important things? Hell yeah, my damn sleep. Listen, there was one time <laughs> I stayed up to 4 o'clock in the morning thinking that a nigga was coming through and he did not show up. And I was tired as hell. I had to be to church. I still went to church. I had my express and everything, but Amen. I put off my sleep. You get what I'm saying? I put off my sleep, mm. you know, thinking that, that he was going to come through. And I, I know that there's guys out there who has, they, they didn't drove across town for possible pussy that they never got, but I put <laughs> off my damn sleep. I didn't been late to work before, you know what I'm saying, just mm. like, just to get some, and man, I don't know, it's like, it's just fucked up, you get what I'm saying, because it's like, I'm showing, Mm -hmm. you know, this person that I don't really give a fuck about my life, so whenever you want it, you know what I'm saying, you got it, and it's like, that makes them lose respect for you, I mean, I don't think they ever had respect for you in the beginning, and I mean, like, the, the toxic person I was dealing with, I don't think they ever have respect for you, you know what I'm saying, because they manipulate the shit out of out of you, like, you know what I'm saying, they'll string you along, mm-hmm. they'll be nice for two weeks, oh, I got her back hooked, all right, I'm about to get what I want, but definitely me putting off my sleep and putting off work, and honestly, I'll be, I'll be even more honest, putting off my goals, like, not writing, yeah. you know, like, having a, a man in my space and putting off my outlets and everything, that was very important mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, um, that's, that's that's the same with me. Um, I put off, like, some major shit, like, not taking my kids somewhere because I think that he about to fall through. Like, I regret that shit now, and I apologize to my kids, but 
I was at a, a crazy mind space. Like, I put off a lot of stuff, my goals. That shit wasn't important to me no more. All I wanted was you up under me. Um, myself. Like, I stopped loving myself. I stopped caring for myself. I let somebody tell me, oh, don't put on those clothes. Oh, don't put on that makeup. Oh, don't go here. Oh, don't go here. Just stay here. Not knowing mm-hmm. that was a controlling thing. It was just like, oh, he think I'm, you know, he like my natural beauty. I like that. Or, yeah, I shouldn't wear that. And I, I gained so much weight. Like, now I'm 30 and trying to lose it. Like, y'all, y'all don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's hard, okay? When you reach a certain age, your metabolism be like, yeah, all right. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I put I put off loving myself, which is the main, the most important thing of my life right now. I put off all of that, like. I put off my spiritual journey before, um, you know, I wasn't going to church. Like, it was bad just just because um, I used to go to church at my <laughs> – never mind. It's, that's a long story. It's too much going on. But anyway, um, I put off the Lord. So if that ain't mm-hmm. important. I don't know what is. But, yeah, that was nothing but the trick of the enemy, y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my third question is, does being dick whip make you ignore the red flags and toxic traits in a male? Absolutely. You be so blinded by the sex that you refuse to see what's going on. You know, it's it's, mm. it's that image that, that we fall in love with, the potential that we fall in love with. And, you know, it's like when when, when you try to – voice, like, you know, I feel like you're making me feel a certain type of way. They gaslight you to where you don't know what yes. to believe. And and you'll second guess yourself and believe them before believing yourself. So absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, because um, the toxic guy that I was dealing with, I remember he knew how gone he had me off the sex. And I remember, like, we would get into arguments and he'd be like, keep having an attitude and I promise you that pussy going to be dry. And I would just, like, you know, basically straighten up like a little kid because I didn't want them taken away. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know I don't what I'm saying? Like that. Like that. No, I mean, it's, I, I, can, I can laugh now. Trust me. I can laugh now. But back then, I'm telling you, you'd be like, bitch, are you okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's more dick to the feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got it. Like, what the fuck? He threatening you? Okay. I'm telling you. So, yes. You definitely refuse to see the red flag. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I definitely agree with everything you just said. Like even the whole pouting part. Like you can't get yes. there. I've been there, baby. I've been there. <laughs> like, what? Okay, what? No dick. No, right. Right. No. I have been that. Okay. Um. Like I said, I didn't even. I scared myself at how I was addicted. You know. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ladies, gotta take off those rose rose colored glasses because that's all we have. Yes. Like, like you said, we see the potential. We see. Oh, this could be my husband. You know, we automatic women. We have this problem bad where we jump, baby. We leap. We leap over everything. Like, we ignore all the other stuff. Yeah, so what? He got X amount of kids, and he done been in jail before, and he don't got no job or no car. We leap, baby. Once we get that, and we feel yes. like, oh, he got potential, though. I'm going to work with him. I'm going to love him. I'm going to nurture him. I'm going to make sure I help him grow. I'm going to be his motivator. I'm going to stand behind him. No. Take the glasses off, baby, because that's right. One, two, and three, and four, five. (laughs) We have to make sure that they are matching our energy. We cannot give in too early. I know it's easier said than done, ladies, because I've been there, and I'm not judging nobody. Don't ever let nobody feel like make you feel like you're stupid for this because we've all been there. We have all been there. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's not with a male. Maybe it's a female that got you going, you know, but we all have been there at that point. So, with that being said, we just have to know when to take off those. But it being with definitely makes you ignore all the toxic traits and the red flags. Because, hell, I've been there, okay? Mm-hmm. I've been there. Okay, um, my last question is, think men that know they got good sex, they have a good sex game, prey on women with insecurities and low self-esteem so they can have them so and make them strong. Uh I'm not going to say all men because, um, you know, there's some men out here, like, who aim to please, and they love pleasing the women. They love, you know, for a woman to get off before they get theirs. But the ones who don't, they, mm-hmm. the ones who, you know, they don't care if you came or not, I feel like those are the ones that definitely take advantage of the, the woman who has the low self-esteem or the woman who's, you know, not 
sure of herself. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they know someone who loves herself, someone who, you know, dad probably spoiled the shit out of her or maybe even females, you know, told her the game, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, like, you know, because they didn't been through the shit and she actually saw for herself. They know they can't get over on those type of girls. They can't, you know. So it's like I'm going to go to the one who, you know, when I give her a compliment, she blushes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, she doesn't believe it. Okay, if I know what to do, the one who's never had gifts, who's never been lavished with gifts, I'm going to, and they they say that, like, a man who wants to fuck over you, Stefan Steve said before, that he's going to do the bare minimum, but trust me, if a man has the money, my money can buy things, you get what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. will take it till they make it, and they will go after that one that's going to accept it. And then, like you said, with Supers, you know, he, he dicked her down, probably took her to dinner and everything just to find out he was getting married a week later. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Trust me, I've, I've, I've been there before. What, what's your take on it? Yeah. Um. Okay, so my take on it, I actually read an article, right? And it was this guy, he wrote a book for women. Um. I forget the name of the book. If I figure it out, y'all, I will link it in the uh, highlights when I do them, or when I post them on the Queens of Eyes and Vision page for this episode. But I was reading this article, and it was pretty much saying a guy can sense a woman with low self-esteem and insecurity. Like, it's like they got, you know how we got women's intuition? Well, they got a radar for low self-esteem. Like, they go after the women who are bigger or who don't love themselves, who probably dress a little, don't, don't dress, you know, for their body, who don't have their head held high, who don't have that light or that aura about them when they come in the room. You know, they can sense a low confidence, a woman with low confidence. So that's the women that they prey on because they have them eating out the palm of their hand. Now, I kind of believe it because I forget, I think it was you that told me you have to put out the type of energy you want to attract. People will see all your insecurities because you wear them on you. You know, even if you don't say nothing, you still wear them on you by the way you walk into the room. You know, somebody told me, like, you're Mm -hmm. supposed to walk into the room with your head held high. Like, don't tilt it for nobody. Even if you're not the baddest bitch in that room, you better fake it till you make it. Don't even fake it. Believe Mm -hmm. it, ladies. You have to have that confidence because they are, I feel like they are out here preying on women who they feel like are insecure. Like, you have to love yourself because they will. They will go for it. Like, they, like in the article, they was like, he'll go for the, dude, the the girl that's a five in their eyes just because he know he can get her right where he want her, and he know he can make her do stuff. You know, all he got to do is probably throw a couple dollars, make her feel pretty, mm-hmm. tell her how beautiful she is. But then that comes from you not knowing that while you're growing up as well. Because if nobody yep. ever told you you were beautiful, like the people that matter, you won't believe it. Yep. That's why I spend every day, my, every day I wake up, every day, I kid you not, at one point of that day, I'm telling my daughter how beautiful she is. Because I don't want nobody trying to spit that game to her. Like, no. Nah. Yes. Next, what else? Like, if you come, hey, mom, you beautiful. Yep, I know. My mama told me. Like, that's that's the type mm-hmm. of woman that I'm building. Like, I'm going to build me a queen. Um, So I do feel like some men, weaker men, they will, because I'm not going to throw all brothers in there. I'm not going to do that, okay? Because I know some of y'all are like, oh, that ain't all niggas. No, nah, look, okay. Men, some men do not do that. You know, they just really want to make that queen feel special. So you have to know how to be able to different, blah, 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 have to separate the two. You got to know how to do that. Um, but it is some men out there that will prey on you if you're not all the way together, if you're not secure on yourself. So, yeah, that is all I have to say. That was a good segment. Okay, y'all. Girl, that was a good that was a good one. I, I enjoyed that one. Um, okay, so our next segment is as a woman complex with that as a woman question. Okay, Queen K might hang up. But the as a woman question tonight is can you <laughs> hold space for your partner in a relationship to heal from their own insecurities? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh Okay, so the new and improved Queen K 2.0 can possibly do it, okay? But let me tell y'all, okay, I'm about to keep it all the way real with y'all. I feel like that would be a good thing, but have I been able to do it? No. Um, Because I feel like you're supposed to help me through all my shit, okay? I don't got time to help you with y'all. I know it might sound messed up, y'all, but I promise y'all, I'm working through this. I don't want to be, I feel like this is toxic on my end because it's like I don't mind 
Sorry about that, y'all. I don't um I don't mind uh damn, what was I saying? Oh, okay, so I know that everybody has their own issues. And when you get in a relationship, you're supposed to balance out each other. You're supposed to help each other out. But I feel like sometimes my issues are a little deeper, and I feel like you're supposed mm-hmm. to take time to help me heal and grow. And then by the time it's on you, I don't have time for that. I'm getting better, y'all. I promise y'all, because now I'm understanding that it's a give-and-take relationship. Everything should be 50-50. You should both be each other's piece instead of one leaning on the other because that's a healthy relationship. But Mm-hmm. In the past, no, I did not give room for them to heal from their experience because I felt like it should have all been about me. I felt like as a man, you should have already came put together. Now, I did right. not know that some men are broken, you know, even though they have mm-hmm. this, tough, this tough exterior, like they're supposed to have it all together, they're supposed to be tough, but they they have feelings too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. At first, nah, nah, bro, you better come to me put together so you can help me put my pieces together. But now is we going to put each other pieces together. No, I definitely uh, commend you for admitting to that because um, at first I didn't realize the humanity behind a man either. You know, growing up, you're taught that, oh, the man's supposed to lead, the man's supposed to do this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. So you see him as this strong individual. Not, you don't have no fears. You're supposed to be my protector. But after watching that documentary, The Mask You Live In, live in it pinpoints how because masculinity defines how a man's supposed to act, they're not supposed to cry. They're not supposed to, you know, express emotion towards other, their homies. Like, you know, they can't say I love you without no homo behind it, without that being just mm-hmm. genuine love for one of your brothers. You know, um, a lot of them mask their fear and their anger behind, you know, making other people laugh. And then when, you know, that person commits suicide, you wonder, like, well, damn, he was such a happy person. He always, you know what I'm saying, gave the best advice, but it's like, who was there for him? So, you know, after Mm -hmm. watching that, I realized, like, okay, damn, you are human, and, you know, you really don't know what your identity is because it's like, as a child, when you cry, man the fuck up. Man, the fuck up! I'm only three years old. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? You get what I'm saying? And then it's like when they I get three year old when they get older, and you know they're in a relationship, and the girl tells them like, "Grow the fuck up." They hear it. It goes back to when they heard their mom say it, and they shut down. Or you know, you're not my mom. You know what I'm saying? So I can whoop your ass, or I can shut down. I can go fuck this next bitch mm-hmm. because you're asking me to do something that is impossible for me to do. So. I can hold space if that person is willing to work on it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. some men, you know, they, they they don't want to. It's like you either take me or you leave me. Some men are okay with their mommy issues and not being in a committed relationship because they're not ready. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't don't say that I turned my back on you by not helping you work through it because what were you working through? You get what I'm saying? Yes. But if they're really they're really willing to work through it and, you know, they're trying to catch themselves that second time around after you caught them out on it, I'm gonna be patient with you because no one is no one is um perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like there's times where I play damage control and don't even realize that I'm playing damage control. We all get like that because we don't never wanna be put in that most that vulnerable situation. So I think that's what it is. We just forget the humanity behind that man. So that's my take on it. Yes. Yes, girl. Okay. That was a good ass question. It exposed my topic Thank my you. past topic trait. But it was good. <laughs> okay, so y'all um new segment alert. Okay. So um in place of glowing business, we got girl, I see you. Well we're gonna highlight um a queen um, you know, just, just random. Um, I'll go first. Um, I just want to shout out to all of women, period. All of y'all. I don't care shape, size, color, ethnicity, background. It don't matter. I just want to shout y'all out. Keep pushing. Y'all got this. Um, y'all, we in the White House now. We, we, we there, okay? Um, just know that all dreams are obtainable. You got this. It's going to get rough. You're going to have your storms. But, Queen, keep fighting through. Y'all, I see yes. each and every one of y'all. I'm proud of each and every one of y'all. I love each and every one of y'all. Each and every one of y'all are worthy and worth it, okay? So that is my girl I see your moment. What about you, Complex? 
Yes, so um, real quick, the Girl I See You segment, we actually have this, we're doing this Queens Have Problems 2 segment where, session where me and Queen K actually get together and we talk about real and raw things, like we go more in depth, mm-hmm. you know, than we do on here, and we really want listeners out there, you know what I'm saying, to like bring this to your sisterhood, you know, to your friends, like, you know, let them know that you see them, because a lot of us don't know, like, we don't know how good of a job we're doing, and we need someone to tell us that. Yeah. So I just want to um, honestly shout out the the moms out there, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're in a relationship and, you know, you're trying to build. Shout out to y'all, you know, for getting up every day, you know, putting your pain to the mm-hmm. back to be there for a little, you know, a little human being that's depending on y'all. I don't know if I could do that because I feel like the world revolves <laughs> around me and I'm really trying to stop that. But shout out to y'all, you know, for getting up and still going, you know, still shining through and making it look easy when I know it is far from that. Girl, I see you mm-hmm. and just know that your strength is not unnoticed. And that's all I got to say. Oh, yes. Finger snaps, finger snaps. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to segue right into our next topic, I mean, our next uh, segment, which is, girl, I got something to say. Um, let me see. What do I have to say, y'all? Oh, I need some, I'm about to give y'all some homework. I'm about to throw some homework out there for y'all. That goal that you stopped doing or you stopped trying to reach because you felt like it failed, the way, the method, I want you to go back to it. Anything that you put off of doing, I want you to go back to it. And I want you to work hard at it. But I want this time, I don't want you to do it by yourself. I want you to incorporate God, okay? Y'all, this is my homework. If I'm like, me having girl, I got something to say, it's helping me too. This is the same homework I have for myself. Like I told y'all in the beginning, I want to open my own salon up. I know that there, God has just revealed to me there's steps I want you to take. No, you can't just go and buy a building connect. You don't know anything about running the shop. So, um, I have to. I, that's my homework for y'all. But other than that, y'all live life, have fun. Don't let these niggas have y'all in y'all feelings. And I say niggas, not men. Okay, it's a difference. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. Okay. Um, Compass, do you have a question for girl? I got something to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, my question I wanted you to answer is: Do you think people put too much backlash on parents when their child is acting up or makes a mistake? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, as a parent, uh, I feel like a lot of, instead of the, I understand, don't, you know, don't question my child, first of all, especially, you know, I, I don't have a problem with it, but it's just how you question it. But I do feel mm-hmm. like us parents do get blamed for everything. Like, I understand it's our child, but y'all got to understand it's a lot of outside forces that are around our kids as well. Like, we don't have our kids 24-7. Like, okay, so say for instance, I, I mean, not for instance, but anyway, I work in a child care center. I don't hold the parent, parent accountable for everything the child does because I know at the end of the day, the child makes their own decision. You can teach a kid right from wrong, but they will still go out there and act like you ain't taught them nothing. I know my kids, for, for real, like, okay, they will literally, like, they know I don't allow no cussing. Get to the daycare. My son, Marcel, my oldest son, he'll cut like, guess what he's been doing? And then I find out that this is all he do. But you know better. So, but then it's, 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 they, the blame goes on me. Like, what are you saying in the household? Why does he even know that he's worse? Okay, but he has his own phone. I do try to go through and check in and make sure I see what he's watching and all that stuff. But I, I work full time. I got two other kids. So I don't catch everything. But it's the music that he's listening to. You know, it could be a video. It could be a number of things. He got friends that, you know, come from different households. So I do think they, they like, crucify us when a child acts up or do wrong, but they're not looking at everything else that plays a factor in it because right. we we don't have our kids. You know, we're not in their their space 24-7, seven days. We're not. I mean, let's just be honest. I, I work. Mm-hmm. Where my kids attend daycare, I work there. But I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still assisting other kids, or I'm going out on break, or I'm going out on errands. I'm not there 24-7 to watch anything. But they will crucify the parent first. Yes, I do feel like that. Thank you. Just wanted to know. I, I just I was having a talk with somebody. Just wanted to bring that to the platform. Thank you. Okay, no problem. All right, y'all. This is the ending of our show. We're gonna have Complex give us that no apology thought, followed by that self affirmation. Complex. It's on you. 
So I just want to give a shout out to Pastor Mike Todd for this new series called Anchor. Ooh, um, amen. This last this last one that he did, um, I don't even want to butcher it. Cause I really want you guys to watch it. Um, this last one that he did, like really, really, um, like it just it really spoke to me and it really helped me to understand some things. It was the welcome to the deep. Are you experiencing a storm? And on there, you know, he said, you can have God while still going through a storm. A lot of us feel like when we know God and when we have God in our life, that nothing's going to happen, that everything is going to be peaches and cream. But the thing is having God in your life is not to make your problems better. It's to give you peace and know that he's going to work it out and that you're not alone. It, it, he, he's there yeah, to give you girl. peace through the storm. Because um, I say that to say I was always a person, I ran whenever anything got hard. You know, like when I first um, applied to college and they were talking about room and board and that I may not have enough financial aid, I was like, nope, I'm just going to go to this community college. Like I, when when it seemed too hard for me to figure out, I would just run. And Things always worked out, but it wasn't until I moved to Philly when God really asked me, are you going to always run and fold when it gets hard? Are you going to learn your lesson and flourish where I have placed you? Because um, when I first moved here, it was like three times where I tried to leave. Like, you know, the first time was when I was in the detective's office, um, you know, getting ready to testify after being beat. And I got a job offer, and I was not expecting to get the job because I went there with a black eye, and they gave it to me. The lady even made me feel like I wasn't going to get it because she was like, you don't really have a lot of experience, and I don't really have time to train. But she still gave me that offer. And then, um, you know, fast forward to like a year, like almost two years later, we find out that our job may be in threat because, you know, some new companies were coming into town and they were going to contract with us. So it's like, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to lose my job. And it's like where where I was living at, I knew that if I took a pay cut, I would not be able to um, afford it. So I started looking for places back home. I had it in my mind. I may, may as well move back to Michigan and try again. You know, maybe it wasn't time. I was even trying to move to Georgia and I got a job offer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, God, it's like, quit running. I got you. So I'm just saying that to say, listen, you don't think that God has left you when you're in a storm. You know what I'm saying? He, you have to get to know him so you can know yourself so that you can have that peace to understand, okay, I'm going through a storm, but I'm still going to praise you while I'm in this hallway waiting for the next door to open. You know what I'm saying? Just, just trust. Walk by faith and not by sight. I'm telling you. And that's my no apology yes, thought. Girl. Come on now. And my self affirmation it's a picture I got. So affirmation for this week. I am is a very strong phrase. And you have to believe it because what you say you are is what you'll become. So this week the affirmation is I am letting go of the need to control everything around me. I am manifesting the life that I want no matter what it looks like right now. I am no longer apologizing for putting my needs ahead of others, and I am a queen, and I will no longer accept treatment that does, that does not meet my standards. So, you know, just, like, create an affirmation, you know, and just, like, that's really funny. look in the mirror. And everything that someone has told you that hurts your feelings, say the opposite of that. Someone called you ugly, yes. no, I am beautiful. If someone called you weak, no, I am strong. And that is my affirmation. I love you guys. So with that being Ooh. said, um, <laughs> I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love, y'all.